Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 141 is episode 36, Minimalist Budgeting. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And Happy New Year! <laughs> It's 2021. We've been waiting for this for a decade. (laughs) The entire decade of 2020. The entire decade. Man, do you remember how hopeful we were at last year's New Year's episode? Oh, God. I can't even remember that long ago. We had joy in our hearts and hope in our eyes. (laughs) We had no idea what was coming. From what life was like (laughs) back then. (laughs) Oh, BC. But (laughs) we've made it. I got you. Yes, we made it. And we are celebrating today, this first day of the new year that just happens to be a frugal Friday, frugal Mm. friends Friday, with a rerun of one of our most popular episodes on minimalist budgeting. Yeah. I mean, we all need it. COVID, no COVID, you name it, we we need to know how to budget. And my goodness, if we can make it as simple as possible, that's even better. Yes. So 2021, the year of doing less but achieving more. Ooh. So doing more things that are efficient and effective. So this just seems like the best time to start out with the basics. Let's talk about some budgeting. Agreed. But first, our sponsors. We've got for you the Frugal Friends Workbook. If you want to do better with your finances this year, but you already know you're not going to turn your life all the way upside down and do it, then check out (laughs) the Frugal Friends Workbook. It's a digital workbook with six week-long challenges that turn improving your finances into a game. In addition to the challenges, you'll get 60 pages of teaching and implementation guidance And while it can be completed on your own, it is created to be gone through in pairs or small groups. That's why every purchase comes with two downloads. You heard that right. That's two for the price of one, folks. Mm. Head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash workbook to learn more and use the code Taco Bell, all one word, Taco Bell, and you get $10 off the regular price. Yeah, some things have not changed in the new year. (laughs) Some things shouldn't change. 
Right. And this episode's also brought to you by No Spend Challenges. So I have a best-selling book on Amazon titled The No Spend Challenge Guide. And before Frugal Friends, that was the thing I was known for. So to say I am a fan of what a no-spend challenge can do for your saving and spending is a massive understatement. I am obsessed. (laughs) So a no-spend challenge is a block of time that forces you to step back from your money routines and habits and all the things your brain has been falling back on and, and gives you the opportunity to make changes. You will hate it. It will be the worst but you will learn so much about yourself and your spending. And over at Modern Frugality, I am hosting a free live seven-day no-spend challenge where you will get trainings, insights, and accountability for seven days straight on a no-spend challenge. And it starts today, January 1st. And you can join anytime over the next seven days and you'll get access to everything in the group. But Let's start today if you haven't already spent money. If you have, that's fine. You can still join us. But let's start off 2021 with a spending detox. And I'm going to be there every day for the next seven days to help you along. Um, So to get access to everything, head to modernfrugality.com slash challenge. And I will see you in there Mm. later today. So let's get into learning how to budget and then go hang out with Jen and learn how to not spend money. Yes, I love that. Today we're talking about something that's so crucial to all of the things that we talk about. And it's like this underlying thing that you got to have playing in the background. It's Mm -hmm. like background music. It's foundational. And if it's not there, it's like awkward silence. Mm. All the mm-hmm. time. Or like and a house with no foundation. Yes. That's a better way to put it, Jill. It's condemned. You can't live in it. <laughs> yes. And that's budgeting. And we're going to talk about why even if you're frugal, you still need a budget. Yep. And how you can find the right one for you. Yep. And how you can stick to it. Because really, that's, that's the biggest the problem. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to start with our sponsors. Uh, that we hope you're budgeting in for, and then we'll move on to our articles. First up, you know it's CookSmarts. CookSmarts is an affordable and flexible meal planning service that provides recipes, instructions, weekend prep options, and shopping lists for four meals per week. And we've partnered with this awesome service to offer listeners first their first three weeks of meal plans for free, and then 25% off any additional services. So to get these deals, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash CS, CS like CookSmarts, and use promo code FRUGAL for 25% off. But those three free weeks are going to be right at that landing page. You'll head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash CS. Yes. Enjoy yourself some meal prep already taken care of. Mm, okay. It. Also, speaking of meals, this is brought to you by leftovers. It's every Woo. child's least favorite word, but womp, womp. it's the budget-friendly way to eat. So didn't finish your meal at the restaurant? Get a doggy bag. Eat it tomorrow. Did you make way too much food on Christmas? 
eat up those leftovers today. It hasn't gone bad yet. Don't worry about the fact that you ate this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just think about all the money you're saving. Leftovers. It's turning your brain off and filling your belly with whatever's in the fridge. Leftovers. Mm. I did not read this on the show notes, and I you just watched me eat leftovers, Jill. Yes, I from, did. From uh, the Thai restaurant. Which and those are the best kinds of leftovers. Yes. Oh when you've gosh. got something from a restaurant, you're actually looking forward to it. The worst kind of leftovers is like fish from yesterday that you didn't even like the first time around. Yeah. I just make sure that when I cook fish that I know is going to be eaten like leftover, it's going to be okay cold. Mm. Like I could do like a cold fish salad. Yeah. That's the secret to fish, leftover fish. Thank you for that secret. Yes. And, uh, and that's it. That's all we have for today. That's, that's your <laughs> just nugget. The, just those sponsors. Have fun. Yep. Okay. I guess we'll talk about budgets. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So our first article is going to put down that foundation mm-hmm. for the foundation. Mm-hmm. It's like smoothing out the dirt uh, before you build a house. Is that and what they do? Yes. Oh, yes, you know, so, you know so much about building homes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well because there's one down the street that they're they've smoothed out the they're just the dirt smoothing for. out the dirt. That's all you got to mm-hmm. make sure that you're doing right. So what we're doing is smoothing out the dirt uh, for your financial house mm. by telling you how. Budgets equal freedom, not restriction. Mm. And this is an article from Savvy Savers Academy. And I loved this one because it took me so long to figure this out. Yeah. Jill, did is this something that you just knew or did it take you a while to? Um, no, Jen, I was not born knowing everything. I know that's a bit <sighs> confusing sometimes. I always like, have to oh, ask because I assume you how were. How did but... she learn things? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to learn them. So yeah, for me too, the word budget used to mean restrictive. It meant you can't spend money. I don't really know how that frame of reference or perspective comes about. I don't know who started it. Really, like why we think budgets are restrictive or they mean that you are boring and you're always saving. But that's yeah, I had to learn that that it was actually freedom for me. Yeah. And I love planning. So it was never the idea of making a budget was never uh, like boring or dreadful to me. Mm-hmm. But whenever I would mess up and you know, fail the budget, that is when I felt that it was really restrictive and Mm -hmm. I would get all these negative feelings about it. That's true. Yeah. Cause you don't always do it perfectly the first time. Surprise. I don't do it perfectly anytime. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um, I've been budgeting for, I might be like award-winning, like world's world's worst budgeter. Oh, wow. I, I might win that award. Okay. That's an award. Yeah. And I have been doing it for, I guess, three years now. We've been, yeah, Travis and I've been married over three years and we started budgeting together as soon as we got married. And I mess things up every 
single month. The Mm. only times that I get close to like doing a perfect budget are when I do a no spend month. Mm. Yeah. Even then I don't always do perfect no spend months. Right. So I'm still messing up. So if you're listening, you're in good company that we are not perfect and we mess up, but we keep going. That's the important thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the only thing, honestly, is to just keep going because as long as you're like aware of that fact, like a budget can equal freedom. And she does a really, she has some really good points on, on doing that. And so her first point is that a budget is nothing more than a plan Mm -hmm. for your money. And so like, I've always gotten that, but for a while I felt like I had to make somebody else's plan on, like I would look at my budget and I would feel guilty about how much I was spending on coffee. Yeah. And so I would say, oh, normal people only spend uh, $4 a month on lattes. Yeah. And that's not my budget. That's somebody else's budget Mm. that doesn't like coffee and accidentally buys a latte once a month. Yeah. Like that's not me. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good point. I get caught up on that a lot, especially pertaining to food. You'll see, this is a theme Mm -hmm. throughout all of our episodes, just (laughs) food. Um, We love it. And my food budget always seemed to be pretty high. And I think a lot of people can get caught up on this because it is a pretty variable thing, but it always needs to be in the budget every month. And I, I do see people constantly, whether they're in our Facebook group or just on Facebook, people posting, what's everybody's food budget? I think that's one that we compare to each other a lot. And it ranges Holy smokes, because it also depends on whether or not you include going out to restaurants wrapped up in your food budget or not, which I think is one of the ways that we can think our food budget is a lot higher or a lot lower than somebody else's is based on whether or not they include restaurants. But that's another topic. Mm -hmm. But then it's families or it's single people or it's working or are you at home? So I think anyhow, what you're saying here is creating a budget that is for you, that makes sense for you that is that is realistic because yeah my food budget is 500 a month some family of five could look at that and be like that's astronomical I only spend 200 okay well where do you live do you cook every day do you never go out to restaurants like yeah just give yourself freedom with that and and beware of the comparison game yes and your budget doesn't have to be perfect from the first time you make it. So maybe your goal is to only spend $4 a month on coffee and you're a saint and you spend $50 right now. So maybe next month your your budget for coffee is 40 and then yeah. it goes down to 30 and it's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, like your budget is your your money plan and it's got to be workable for you. Mm-hmm. 100%. And also if you have a spouse who may not be on, as on board as you, or maybe has different priorities that you don't understand, then the budget is both of your plans and you got to have grace for each other. Mm. It can't just be your budget. It's both your budgets, <laughs> both your budgets, both your budgets. <laughs> 
Yeah. Speaking of giving freedom, so just to continue to keep laying this foundation and brainwash everybody into our way of thinking. For sure. So in thinking of budgets as money for things needed and a plan for things wanted and and having the freedom to spend when you want to spend, save when you want to save. So like imagine this, that you have budgeted all year round for vacation. What that might mean is that you've put away 200 bucks a month and now you've got all this money sitting in an account for this very purpose of going on vacation. It's what you've been setting it aside for. Um, 100%, you will have no problem spending that money on vacation. That's freedom. That's like, I know that I have that money Mm -hmm. that's sitting there and I am able to spend it versus how a lot of times we can do things of, uh, okay, this month I want to go on vacation because it's the summertime and how am I going to do that? Uh, go into debt. Yeah. Put it on a credit card. That's not freedom. That's called debt. Yes. So that's that's the freedom that the budget gives you. It's yeah. the freedom to spend on what you really want to spend on. And that's what we always think of frugality as is spending money on the places you want to spend it mm-hmm. and not accidentally spending it just wherever your feelings that day take you. Yeah. So the budget helps is a tangible way to help you do that. Yeah. You're still in control. You decide what you do with your money, how that's spent, where that's spent. So it's only as restrictive as you make it or as your paycheck makes it. <laughs> LOL. Correct. Yeah. And we'll talk about some budgeting like methods later on. Mm-hmm. And there another thing that can trip people up with budgets is if they are making a low income, not mm-hmm. all of the budget you know, things that are touted on the internet work for every size income. Yep. So know that it's not one size fits all. Or a variable income, which is me 100% all -hmm. of the time in that, yeah, we work for ourselves. So we don't always know what's coming in and there are solutions for us. So don't make that an excuse that you can't budget. Yeah. And so one of the things that I had to come to terms with when I was budgeting uh, or or really laying the foundation of my budget is learning that budgets are flexible mm. and they, they can be flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the things that takes the rigidity and the restrictiveness out of it. Mm-hmm. Because there are some times where I would budget, uh, you know, $20 for coffee. And then I would get invited last minute by a friend to get coffee. And I was already at my limit. And I would add, you know, $5 to the coffee budget and take $5 away from another budget. Mm. And that is the beauty of the budget because you made it. It's your budget. You can do that. And if you fail and you don't take from another section and you just go $5 over, then adjust that for next month. Like Mm -hmm. it's not, this is the budget for the rest of my life. It's, this is the budget for this month then make another budget and just keep working at it. Yeah. Maybe you don't progress as quickly as you wanted to in making, you know, your ideal budget. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you're still doing better. And mm-hmm. some some months you will not do better. They won't be better than the month before. Yeah. Uh, but that just happens. And it's, you you go through it, you walk through it, 
and uh, and then the next month starts and you start over and it's a good, fresh, clean slate. Yeah. And you rest easy in the fact that all your dirt has been smoothed out. Yes. Because <laughs> you have the mindset of a budgeter. You got that smooth dirt mindset. That sounds weird. I'm not going to say that anymore. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and then she challenges us. She has like a little challenge in here. And it says, if you haven't been keeping track of your money, mm. go back through your bank statements and credit card statements and see where your money has been going. Mm-hmm. You might be in for complete shock at how much you spend and where. And I tell everybody this that I do budget coaching with, and they're supposed to go through at least three months of their statements to see what they're actually spending on these things Mm -hmm. before they decide what they would like to spend on these things. Mm -hmm. So that is a really great challenge and exercise. If you have maybe fallen off the wagon and you want to get back to budgeting and you might be surprised that you are not spending as crazily as you thought you were. Yeah. Um, that, that happens a lot. Tracking spending is a great place to start regardless. So just to know, well, what is realistic to spend? And are there areas that I could cut back or areas that I want to add to? So that that's a good way of knowing, well, what do what I what number do I even put here? How much mm-hmm. should I say I'm gonna spend on food? That can help with some of some of the avoidance of failure. Yeah. Let your past uh tell you how you should start preparing for your future. Oh man, so wise. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So make sure before we go on and talk about budgeting methods, mm-hmm. that you are in the right mindset to budget. And you don't think about this a lot because it's it's just like something you have to do mm. to get good with your finances. But you will do it so much better if you are in the right mindset. Yeah. And then the budget can be a source of freedom instead of restriction. And assistance in accomplishing goals, feeling like you've got a purpose to set your hands to, mm-hmm. possibly something to unify you and your spouse or your family. Yeah, pack some excitement and fun into it and recognize that it can give you some things that are enjoyable in the midst of it. You can have a coffee budget. You don't have to feel mm-hmm. guilty about going and buying coffee if you know, I have this money set aside. I know I can spend this money. So coming at it from that perspective will help with some longevity in doing this and setting yourself up for success. Right. Because when I don't have a budget or I'm not, you know, I'm not living in my true budget, <laughs> I I have anxiety about spending on anything, yeah. even if I need it. Yep. And it's it's kind of crippling to an extent because I'll put off purchases I need to make just because I'm I'm so anxious about spending anything. Yep. Um so yeah, that's just that's me. And so the budget has helped me in that issue. Excellent. Yeah. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. 
If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Ready to move on? I'm, I'm there. I'm with you. Let's mm, do it. Good. Great. Well, our next one is from Student Loan Hero, and it's five simple budgeting methods to help you live your best life. Mm-hmm. And there's five... I'm sure you can find a list of a hundred budgeting methods, but I didn't even go there. They'd all pretty don't much want be any. some version of the same thing. Honestly. Right. I don't if there are ninety-five more budgets out there, I don't want to know them. Mm-mm. So that's uh what I can offer you. <laughs> I can offer you five. This this is enough. And they're all still pretty similar. So And let's be honest. This is a list of five, and it only has four methods, and you'll find out why. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one is the zero-based budget, Mm -hmm. and that is definitely the most popular uh, way to budget, Mm -hmm. especially for uh, probably people that are listening to this podcast and other podcasts that promote paying off debt and, and saving a high portion of your income. And it's because there are no hard and fast um, like ratios or percentages. Mm-hmm. You can save uh, as much as you want, as high as it is on your list of priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it tended to be the one that most of the people in our Facebook community group, the Frugal Friends community on Facebook, were also using. Yeah. What most people, it's talked about a lot. I think it's the one that people would be most familiar with. Mm-hmm. And just taking your, yeah, basically naming every dollar, putting every dollar somewhere. And that that could be 
as much to savings and debt payoff as possible. So, yeah, it's very detailed on how much you're spending and where exactly it's going. Yeah. And I, another thing I like about the zero base budget, it's actually an exercise in uh, priorities because you list your income first and then your expenses, you list them in order of priority. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of things on your spending that mm-hmm. maybe we just take for granted and we don't know. We might be spending more on something that's at the very bottom of the list than something that's in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so it can be very eye-opening to how much you're spending on what you prioritize. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not just a a way to, you know, save your money, but also a monthly reflection on is my money going proportionately to what I prioritize. Mm -hmm. The next one is the pay yourself first budget. Uh, We had one person in our Facebook group use this, and it's actually what I'm using right now. So I'm a very lazy budgeter, and we definitely did the zero-based when we were paying off debt Mm -hmm. because we were going you know, really hard and fast on that. But now we pretty much just pay ourselves first. So we'll put um, everything to our retirement accounts and all of our bills and a little extra to our mortgage and we'll spend whatever's left over. Nice. Without any plan. Just however you want to spend it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this is also... Uh, I mean, if you are already frugal and used to budgeting and you just like kind of are are taking it easy, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we are still saving like 35% of our income. Um, so we're not like taking it slow by any means, but it's a far cry from the 50% we were putting towards debt. So mm-hmm. it's, it just depends on where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's not as restrictive. It's not as focused on exactly how much you're spending in each category, but it's still placing money in the areas that are priorities for you. And it's not excluding saving at all. Mm -hmm. It's maybe more so focused on that. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely these first two are my favorites. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you've got the envelope system, which a lot of people are familiar with, and I would say is a great way for people to introduce themselves. Well, it's an introduction in some ways, but it's relatively intensive. I would say it helps you build those muscles of budgeting and seeing what it's all about and helping you stay on track with a budget. Um, So I know that a lot of people will sometimes start here and then start to loosen the reins a bit as they kind of understand this whole process and how to do it. It's similar to a zero-based budget, but in this system, you're doing most of it with cash. So you're actually feeling the cash leave your body rather than just swiping or inserting a chip. And then when you know, let's say your grocery envelope is filled with your $450. When that's gone, that's gone. And so it kind of mm-hmm. helps you to to stay focused and stay on track with, okay, I'm only going to spend this amount and to realize like what that amount actually looks like, what it will get you. 
So I know I know a lot of people love this. I did it for a time. It ended up being that I didn't enjoy carrying all that cash around with me. And it mm-hmm. was tough for both Eric and myself. I think I did a bit better with it than he did. But we ended up doing um, variation on the envelope system in that I then I just made up a card of what's what would I have put into an envelope? And then each time I spend out of that category, I subtract it. So that mm, looked like, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of every day, or if I had time right after a transaction happened, I would subtract it. So then I'd have like a running total on this little index card in my wallet that would let me know how much I have left, but it wasn't actual physical cash. That And that, that worked for us for quite a a while too. If you're uncomfortable carrying around all that cash, but you still like the concept, that was a bit of an alternative. Yeah, definitely. And so I know the envelope system works really great for some people, um, like Allison of Inspired yeah. Budget, who we had on episode 18. Uh, she actually uh, has some envelopes that she makes that have like cute little quotes on them, and you can and download them on her website, um, inspiredbudget.com. But yeah, I also don't love the envelope system. Mainly, we didn't use it while we were paying off debt just because it was was a little cumbersome. Mm -hmm. And uh, Travis does not carry a wallet. He just carries his cards on the back of his phone. And um, yeah, he couldn't, he very frequently couldn't remember his wallet. That's why he switched to this method. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) it was out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just wasn't really good at keeping track of cash and rec- I hate receipts and uh-huh. um, all that. So definitely using, uh, that's why using credit cards is a good, like what we decided was a good way for us because we'd be using the debit cards anyway. Um, so we just use those for those cash reward bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um and and pay them off. Yeah. I will um, say for every me, week or so. it was a good introduction, though. I have moved away yes, from that yes. system, but it it was very helpful to really get a rein on this and to understand it a bit more. So I would recommend it to start out with. But yeah, it's certainly not for everybody. Yeah, it's because it's difficult. So if you're trying to like get into it hard, hard and fast, this is. I mean, everyone should try the envelope system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone has, and you just have to decide for yourself if it's for you or not, because mm-hmm. it, it dovetails well into the zero-based budget mm-hmm. um, and the 50-30-20, which we'll go over next. Uh, and it's So it's not an exclusive budget. Right. It's kind of a, an assist. Yep. And so, yeah, the next one then we'll go into is the 50-30-20. So this is for people that love percentages. They just like mm-hmm. like to know. Mm-hmm what is going to what mm-hmm. and they don't want to have to prioritize like the zero based budget um you know maybe they can't max out retirement accounts they only want to put 20% to their debt and savings this is a good one and this is where you can also find the variations that just the 95 variations that are in other like mm-hmm. accounts you can you know 60 40 percentages that's it yeah Yeah. it's yeah they're all just different percentages so don't get caught up on Mm -hmm. on the proportions yeah if you're not perfectly at 50 30 20 it's fine Mm -hmm. um but essentially the breakdown is 50 percent goes to necessary expenses 
30% goes to discretionary expenses, and then uh, 20% goes to savings and debt mm-hmm. payments. Yep. So again, kind of similar to the second one we talked about, the pay yourself first budget. It's not a tight rein on exactly this is how much I spend. It's a little bit more fluid. And like we said, you can change up those percentages for what works for you, but it is about prioritizing um, and putting, you know, making sure you're getting money where you want it to go, Mm -hmm. but a little bit more fluid and flexible. Yes. And if you're not ready to prioritize all your expenses, or maybe you don't have time for that right now, um, this is also a good, just quick and easy way to divvy up your income and then, you know, go from there. But I definitely recommend at least trying the zero-based method, which is our favorite. But 50-30-20 is widely used and is literally better than no budget. Yep. Uh, but And speaking of the no budget, <laughs> <laughs> that is the fifth method listed here. Uh, the no budget, like they say it's the no budget, the no budget, no budget. (laughs) You remember how I said there was only four budgets on this list? Uh This is why. That's why. Okay. But I will say that I have used this method. I didn't know that it had a a term to it (laughs) because I also felt like it wasn't a real method, but I've been here. So as the name suggests, it's basically not spending money you don't have, which we we should all what a concept. We should all be grasping that yeah. actually by now. But if I if I could do that on my own, I wouldn't need a budget. <laughs> so d- don't spend money you don't have. Just don't do it. You don't, don't do have it. money, don't spend it. You don't have cash in your hand, don't spend it. Uh, But basically, this is starting from the place of paying your bills and if you have money left over, deciding where you want that to go. So honestly, this is where I've been sometimes, uh, given my different entrepreneurial pursuits or uh, not having a consistent paycheck. So and. And there's there's other terms for this, too, and maybe it doesn't exactly fall under this, like, no-budget title. But for those who don't have a consistent paycheck, are not sure what's going to come in next month, and you don't know how much you can plan to put into savings or towards debt payoff, it's whittling down your your expenses, like, as low as you can get them and knowing what needs to be paid every month. Mm-hmm. Basically saying no to everything. And then saying no to everything else. This is where budgets can feel restrictive, but mind you, it's not because of a budget. It's because you're not bringing in a lot of money. So that's Mm -hmm. not the budget's fault. That's the paycheck's fault. And so if you're in that boat, then start looking for some well-being in your employment. Okay. So this would be your food, your gas, your medical expenses, like the things that you have, your phone bill, your housing, the things you have to pay off. And when you bring money in, you pay those things first. And then 
But then it's looking over and saying, okay, we actually brought in more than what we were anticipating this month, or we brought in more than our expenses. Now, where are you going to put that? Then you can spend it, but don't spend it before you have it. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, can you put some of it towards extra debt payoff? Can you put some of it towards saving? Do you want to treat treat yourself to a coffee, whatever, but make sure you're paying your bills off first. So that this would kind of be the approach for those, like I said, who don't have that consistent paycheck that you can plan. Like on the first of the month, I get X amount of money. Yeah. It's an interesting method. And like the writer says, you can't do this one if you don't have discipline. And you wouldn't want to do it with a credit card Mm-mm. because the point is to, you know, it's tied directly to your checking account. And so you can make sure you're on track with your spending. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not tracking your spending, at least your checking account is. Because don't worry, your bank knows how much money you have left. Even if you don't. (laughs) They're not going to tell you you have more than what you actually have. No. Never, never. They're not going to tell you you have less either. Mm. So they're just going to be there sitting with it. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you to tell it where to go. Yeah. In one of these methods. Try them all. See what works for you. Mm-hmm. Because budgeting is a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. And just like you might not want to marry the first boyfriend you ever date, you <laughs> might not want to stick with the most with the first budget you ever try. And have the freedom to tweak it, to make it your own. Maybe you start with the mm-hmm. envelope system and like me, you find out you don't want to carry around wads of cash, then tweak it. Yes. Don't feel like you have to get stuck into like, is this the right way of doing it? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It's your budget. <laughs> it's your money. There's no no budget shaming here. Nope. There's never any any version of shaming here. Nope. So we hope that you will create the budget method that works for you. And then tell and, us about it. And tell us about it in our Facebook group because we had such a great conversation about budgeting the other day. So much good input in our group. So if you have questions about budgeting or problems with it and you need more advice than what we're offering today, definitely check out our Facebook group at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash group. Mm. And uh, there are just so many smart people in there uh, that are willing to help and laugh with you and share gifts. Yep. Yeah. That's all I have for these. That's all we need. Yeah. I know that you were thinking about if we needed more. I'm glad you decided we didn't. (laughs) This is enough. Yeah. Because I'm really ready to move on. Let's move on to the best time of the week. It's the the bill bill of the week. week. for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, Jen and Jill. This is Jocelyn, longtime listener, second time caller. I previously called with the Bill of the Week with John Stamus's son, Baby Billy. Uh, This time, I want to give a shout-out to my favorite Christmas movie, Love Actually, that has two or three bills, depending on how you count them. 
The first one is Billy Bob Thornton, who plays the sketchy president of the United States, who tries to hit on the prime minister's secret girlfriend. The second and third bills are the aging rock star Billy Mack, played by Bill Nye, who sings uh, that fun Christmas song. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. And thought, absolutely, three bills in one Christmas movie. Amazing. Anyway, hope everybody has a great Christmas. And thanks for a great podcast. Oh, so yes. good. Such a good bill. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're still waiting for something to compare to the duck bill. Um that somebody loved off <laughs> to, for for Jill. I to will like, never forget that. Yes. Um, but like all the bills, just they're good every week. So if you've got something bill related to share, please, please, please uh, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and let us know your bill. Make us laugh. We're over here. We never listen to these bills mm-hmm. until we actually play them for the first time recording the podcast. So mm-hmm. you will get our genuine reactions to these Who doesn't bills. want genuine, authentic reactions? Because that's all we have. Yeah. We don't, we don't prepare for these. <laughs> that's what people I mean, want to hear. We're not yeah. prepared. We're never prepared. We, we prepare for the episodes. We do not prepare for the bill of the week. <laughs> there you totally go. Totally organic. There you totally. go. Totally. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H- M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. All right. So we talked about the mindset. We talked about the ways to do it. The method. The mindset. The method. Come up with another M. And here is the ways to stick to your budget. To stick to your budget. Means. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mindset, method, and means. 
Ooh. Very good, Jill. On the spot. Very good. Yeah. So thanks. this is the means uh, with which to stick to your budget. Your monthly and, budget. And I mentioned that we had a really great conversation in the Facebook group. And so we took all of these suggestions from our community um, on ways that they will stick to their budget in order to help listeners take their advice. And mm-hmm. and we'll put a little bit of our own into there. But you've heard enough of our thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, I know you're bored with us. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> Anyways, so first tip um, is from Sage, and she gets paid on the first of the month and will pay all of her bills and debt right away and then spend whatever's left. Even sometimes that's $300. Um, and so the key to her success in that is leaving her credit cards at home. That way mm-hmm. she's only spending what's left and not more. Mm-hmm. Mia also does the same method. They both do the zero-based budget. Mia gets paid twice a month, so she'll set her bills to come out on each of her paydays. Oh, Uh, nice. Yeah. So, And then she also keeps the last credit card she hasn't cut up at home. Mm. So those are really great tips, which can work with zero-based or pay yourself first. Which, if your bills come out automatically online, you often can set the dates that they come out. So that's that's really smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Christine in our Facebook group, she uses two different checking accounts. So all of her monthly bills come out of one, and then she uses the other for spending. So this would be good if you don't have the option of paying everything on like particular days, then you can kind of know which account is going where. So I thought that was a good tip. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Juvie uses the Mint app to track her budget, um, and she likes the notifications uh, when she's nearing her limit on a budget. Um, Apps are such a great way to bring your budget with you, and there are so many apps. Mm -hmm. I went through a bunch on the App Store for an article that I wrote because I really wanted to find the best budgeting app um, that didn't cost an arm and a leg because uh, every dollar is really good. Um, Whitney in our Facebook group uses every dollar. YNAB's really good. Ashley uses that. But they cost money. And mm-hmm. so I really wanted to find something similar to Mint that allowed me to customize my budget and to make a zero-based budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have started using HoneyFi. It's a budgeting app for couples, but I'm sure you can just use it you know, if you're single too. Otherwise, mm-hmm. Mint would, is an awesome alternative. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like HoneyFi because it alerts. You can share as much of your spending with your partner as you want, but we're mm-hmm. we're totally transparent. So when one person spends, the other person gets an alert on their phone. And you can put your budget right into there and see what each person's spending. And it is, it's a really great app. It's very similar to Mint where it automatically tracks your transactions, which is great. When we were paying off debt, I used every dollar because of the manual transaction feature. Like it was better for me to manually input everything I was spending. Okay. So that I can be more aware of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that I am spending 
more just on different things. Um, I like it to be automatic. Yeah. So yeah, apps. Those are great apps. We'll have links to all of these apps in the show notes. So check Mm -hmm. that out if you're driving and you can't write all these things down. So Sue from our Facebook group also reminds us, good reminder, Sue, to prioritize sinking funds into your budget so that you're not surprised by those often forgettable or unpredictable annual or biannual expenses or just things that come up. Mm -hmm. Um, Going out to dinner for someone's birthday or forgetting that you need to, I don't know, pay for your kids field trip that month or what, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, there's always something that comes up and, and maybe it's not emergency fund worthy, but it's, you know, pulling out of that fund. But yeah, I always forget about auto insurance because we only pay it twice a year because you save money if you pay it only twice a year, but then you also forget and then mm. you don't have auto insurance. Yeah. Or registration. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or so license renewal. That happens every mm-hmm. four years. So there's a, there's just always something popping up. Yeah. So it's always good to have like a general sinking fund for unforget, unforgettable, unpredictable, forgettable deal things. Mm-hmm. Deals. I'm done. I'm I'm all talked out. <laughs> I just talk too much. <laughs> I get you. I'm tracking. Yeah. And people always forget about the sinking funds. They always think they don't need them. Mm-hmm. And then their car breaks down mm-hmm. or their laptop gets stolen or all these things that have happened to me. Yikes. And yeah. Uh, so it's, you don't take them for granted. You need an emergency fund. You need sinking funds. And... And that's just the basis. That's the baseline. Yep. Drop the base. Good tips, everybody. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And if you have any more tips on how you stick to a budget, another one I used was like doing no spend challenges. And I think Leah and our group did that too. I forgot to put that in here, but that is also a way I learned to be frugal and spend less and like Mm -hmm. stick to my budget. If I had a really bad month, one month, Mm-hmm. Then I the next month I would do a no spend challenge so that I could kind of like compensate. Yep. Um, so if you've got any tips to help other people stick to their budget, please feel free to to comment in the group. Mm, that was refreshing. That was a good throwback. Yes, I love these throwbacks. When we were only in the double digits with oh our gosh. podcast. Number. That was over a hundred episodes ago. We've recorded over a hundred episodes. That's so since crazy. Then. Yeah. For those who have been along for the ride, thank you. For those just joining us, yeah, thank you. Also, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, welcome. If you're joining us as a, a new January listener, as so many do in January, <laughs> welcome. Yes, this is what you get. Uh, well, we want to just keep this gratitude thing going because we think it's a good thing, especially at the start of the new year. Mm. We want to thank our people who review us, especially those who leave us some kind and helpful reviews like this one from Hannah Mangum. It happens to be five stars. And the title is in all caps, dynamic duo with I think like firecracker symbols on each side. Yeah. That's why I chose it for today. It's pretty legit. Firecracker symbols. Hannah says, Jen and Jill are the best. Both my husband and I love listening to them and their fun twist to frugality. They make saving 
money fun. This year, we've started our journey to become debt-free. On days when I just want to go to Target and buy decorative pillows or cozy (laughs) socks, I queue up this pod to keep me motivated and focused on the goal. Thanks, Jen and Jill, for changing the frugal game. Yes. Yes. So glad Uh, to be with you. Glad that you have us to queue up to keep you from buying decorative pillows that just end up on the ground anyways. Let's be real. If I can save a decorative pillow from coming to your home, I've done my job. (laughs) I feel so good about it. I love Target, but I love to see their revenue drop because of our frugal friends not buying pillows. (laughs) That's where I'm at. I also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, we're going to add you to our monthly drawing. So for every five tags and reviews we get every month, we give away a copy of the Frugal Friends workbook that Jill mentioned at the top of the episode. So keep leaving us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher, sending the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us on social, send us reviews, all these ways enter you into the drawing for the Frugal Friends workbook. Yeah. And maybe send us sandwiches. That'll enter you in too. I've just decided it's a new year. And I can decide on new things. You want a sandwich? That's what you would do? Yeah, it's the afternoon when we're recording this, so. Okay. That's where I'm at. (laughs) I'll take money. Anyways. Okay. See see you next next week. See you next week. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Can I make executive decisions on the fly like that? I don't know. Send I mean, me a you're sandwich gonna, yeah. and I'll enter you into a drawing for the Frugal Friends workbook. I'm all, and, and I know that I'm always going to want a sandwich. I mean, we could have been a little bit more wise about it and asked for like a hot dog or something. I just can't get that talk with Chris Hogan out of my head where he's like, cumulatively what you guys want equals less than $500. And I was I I have been evaluating my life ever since, Jill. I have really been evaluating my life. That's so true. Yeah, we're easy to please. (laughs) Under promise, under deliver. Frugal friends, under promise, under deliver. It's the frugal way. Nobody, nobody is. No one's disappointed (laughs) or surprised. Oh, oh yeah. That's my New Year's resolution. Under promise and under deliver. (laughs) Well, that seems about setting expectations accurate. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Golly, Jen. (laughs) Do you have time? (laughs) (laughs) It's a great question. It's a fair question. Usually this is a normal question. Unfortunately, all the things that I want my life to entail is completely out of my control, which I learned in 2020. Oh, that's so, so true. I could say I want to travel this year, but ultimately yeah. I can't control whether or not that's going to be possible for me. That So just stability. That's my resolution and goal is that I maintain mental, emotional, and relational stability. Yes. I'm going to keep two hands on my desk and just stay physically stable. And that's the goal. <laughs> How about you? Have you been an overachiever and identified some goals for yourself? 
I have the same New Year's resolution that I have every year. It's always to lose 10 pounds. That's always? Every year, yeah. So it's just like a tradition now. You know what we should do is, maybe we should do this in the next episode, listen back to what we said our New Year's resolutions were for 2020. I don't want and to do And like do, do the gauntlet round <laughs> of how did it turn out? I mean, it is archived. At this point, we have said things. We've been doing this podcast for, this is, we're headed into our third year. Yeah, three complete years. I don't want to be reminded of the juvenile I was in January and February of 2020 <laughs> when life was... Somebody might remind us. They, they might do that for us. Please do. If you're listening to this, yeah, please remind us what we said. And I was probably not bold enough to say that I need to lose 10 pounds on the air at that time. I don't think you said that. I think we both said we wanted to read. <laughs> I'm remembering that we both had <laughs> reading goals. And certainly we had ample time to accomplish that. Mm, after 2020, now I'm a realist. Before, <laughs> a year ago, I was hopeful, but now I'm a realist. Like, I can't read books. I mm. just need to get those that baby weight off. Okay. That's it. We'll check back in 2022. Check back in. Bye. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.